Welcome, welcome, welcome to the Women Entrepreneurs Extraordinaire Show. I am Julie Anderson, aka Brain Lady Julie, and I'm very excited to be here with all you wonderful women entrepreneurs on another episode of this particular podcast video stream. Bear with us as we're learning the new curve in 2022, putting all of our interviews here on video. I am here with my guest, Jenny Hughes, and I am really excited. She is one of our members with Women Entrepreneur Extraordinaire. And I am so happy and honored to be able to be highlighting her here on the program today. Now, I want to have everybody stay on until the end of the program, because that is when after the interview, when you I give you all that information on how to stay in contact with Jenny, how to become um, more involved with women entrepreneurs, if that's what you'd like to do, how to be featured on the Women Entrepreneurs uh, video podcast, and all of the good yummy stuff. So stick with us um, after Jenny has shared her tidbits of wisdom and her story. And we'll, we'll be sure to show you how to get connected with her. So let me go ahead and get started. Go ahead and read her bio here so you get to know a little bit of Jenny's background. Jenny Hughes is a healing facilitator and wellness educator in Auburn, California, beautiful Northern California. The mission of her company, Jenny Hughes Healing, is to show people how to cultivate their own wellness. Jenny Hughes is a certified healing facilitator and master intuitive coach with a wealth of education and life experience behind her. That's that's great. You want to have the education and the experience, that practical experience. She's a dynamic speaker, as you'll hear, a powerful personal guide who draws from the board skills from board skill set to guide people to find better health, improved relationships, and work they enjoy with higher earnings. So important right now. After 10 years as a mechanical engine in the as in a mechanical engineering career. Wow. Very different from coaching. Jenny mm -hmm. left Silicon Valley to raise a family in the foothills of Northern California. While navigating the challenges of parenthood and marriage, she discovered a passion for personal development and then made it her career. She inspires people through hands-on healing, facilitation, one-on-one -on -one coaching, belly dance instruction. Ooh, that's something I didn't know about you. Workshops, <laughs> videos, and a newsletter, which goes out from month monthly to her raving fans. So we're going to talk about the connection between posture and healing, which is very important. And welcome to the show, Jenny. Oh, thank you so much for having me on, Julie. I love your work. I love your group. We've been having so much fun and learning a lot and meeting neat people. So thank Wonder you for having me. Absolutely. My my pleasure. So the first question that automatically pops into my mind and probably into the listeners and viewers, whether they're listening in their car or they're watching uh, at the video, is mechanical engineer? Like, like healing intuitive healer like wh what's the connection because there seems to be like no connection so what kind of led you down the path into your current career away from what obviously your degree was in yes when i went to college uh, i'm a very logical and kind of analytical person and engineering appealed to me. And I think I really enjoyed being unique as one of the few women that was in the program. And I did really enjoy the work. I was a mechanical engineer for a little over 10 years. Then it felt important to me to be able to stay home with my kids. 
So mm -hmm. when I when I was pregnant with my son, my first child, I was lucky enough to be able to move up into the foothills of the Sierra in Dutch Flat and stay home with him and with my daughter also, who came two and a half years later. My dive into the personal development world was during that time when I was just home. I was exploring different things, having some challenges with raising kids, having some challenges in my marriage. And it really the milestone, kind of the turning point for me was when I had my first panic attack. Mm. And I ended up <clears throat> taking an ambulance ride that was way more expensive than I thought and didn't really feel well cared for. It was more like an interrogation on that ride. They wanted to know, you know, if I was doing drugs and how much alcohol mm -hmm. you drink. And it was like this interrogation. And then I got into the hospital. There were no rooms available. So I was in a hallway waiting. You know how the ER is. You can be waiting for a super long time for about five minutes with the doctor. Which adds and, to the anxiety. <laughs> yes. And so <laughs> uh, the doctor, I remember, spent most of that five minutes explaining to me why the paper bag thing works. And I couldn't even tell you how to do that or why what he said anymore. But he sent me off with a prescription for Xanax and sent me home. Well, I went and picked that thing up and took the Xanax and whoa, I will never do that again. I could barely uh, get out of bed the next morning to get my kids to school. I had crazy dreams. In fact, I wrote a newsletter about it recently. And that just really did not feel like the help that I was looking for. And right around that time, I found uh, a group of women who were starting to study intuition. And, and this was something I thought I did not have, or if I did have it, it was broken. I started learning about the creative, intuitive side of myself and how it's just as important as the logical, analytical side. So yeah, the last 12 years or so has really been that journey of um, discovery. Yeah. That's interesting. So then you go through the learning and I'm sure that that led you to doing some healing yourself, right? And learning yes. how to manage your, your anxiety. So then yes. you took that and, and what led you to take that and build Jenny Hughes healing, like move that from just a self-discovery into an entrepreneurial business. Yeah, great question. The first coaching program that I got into was really for me, for my healing. And in that class, you know, we get study buddies, we work with each other. And I found the joy and satisfaction of working with another person on these personal development skills. And I decided to take the track to become a, a coach through that. And that's where I got the master intuitive coaching certification that took about two years. And then I was trying to find clients, realizing I didn't really know how to do marketing. And I came across this lady, Margaret Lynch, who teaches, she has a book called Tapping into Wealth. And she teaches a coach training program so that coaches know how to take people through uncovering and clearing their subconscious blocks 
to money. And so it just became this evolution of collecting tools. So EFT tapping is one of the, uh, a really fantastic tool for shifting emotional states and processing things that are, that we have somaticized, that we have stuffed into mm. our bodies. And then I came across the, uh, the Graceful Health, it's actually a chiropractic center, but what they are teaching is healing facilitation. And that's where I learned about the importance of the nervous system and the spine and that healing is not just this woo-woo thing. It's actually about your physiology. Yeah, absolutely. And I, uh, so many of the things that you've hit on as a brain geek, right, it resonates because we have these, our brain has these set patterns, these neuron, these, these connections, these neural connections that are there, there are pathways that are there, and they're not always serving us, right? They're not always right. to our benefit, but our brain likes comfort, our brain doesn't like change. It likes, it's like right. water rolling down a hill, right? It's always going to take that path of least resistance. So it takes, it takes work to go, uh, yes. uh, that's not the way we want to go. We want to retrain it. So we yeah. have to do a lot of that. Now you keep using the word healing, mm -hmm. right? As opposed to curing something, right? So if our listeners are thinking, yes you know, okay, well, I have a chronic uh, illness or I've got a chronic mental block or I've got something that I want cured, right? What is the difference in, in your practice that you teach, the difference between curing something versus healing something? Yeah, I'm really glad you brought this up. It's an important distinction, but in our culture, we tend to use those terms interchangeably, even though they're very different. So a cure is when you're seeking out a specific therapy of some kind to treat a disease, to, to treat a symptom, and you just want that symptom to go away. Now, healing is actually a little bit of a different philosophy because you're looking at the symptom as that it has meaning, that your body is trying to tell you something and you need to go on a journey of discovery to find out what you need to do differently for yourself. And the super interesting thing is that healing can lead to curing and curing can lead to healing, but they're not the same thing. So the example I like to use is that somebody has a heart attack or they, they have a situation where they've got to have open heart surgery because they've got a blockage. Okay, so the surgeon goes in, they crack open their chest and they remove the blockage. That is an example of a cure, removing that blockage. Now, it might be that as a result of that surgery, as a result of their chest being physically opened, they might be a more generous and open person. And that is where the healing has taken place. Now with healing, I am not licensed to diagnose and treat. So I can't tell someone, you know, someone coming to me with some issue, I can't tell them that I am going to cure their issue. I'm not licensed to do that. However, we do see wonderful side benefits to healing. What I do tell them is that I'm going to help them release 
excess tension. I'm going to help them connect to their inner wisdom so that they just naturally and organically make healthier choices for themselves. And that tends to lead to some things clearing up. Sure, sure. I love that. And, you know, I think I, I often tell this to people when I'm I'm going through my um, the neuroscience of stress management programs that I do mm. with individuals and corporates is that oftentimes we have these patterns in our life, daily patterns that, you know, when you said, you know, cracking open the chest cavity, so to speak, it, yeah. it kind of popped in my head. A lot of people, they're so used to a certain amount of physical and emotional stress that they don't, they think it's normal. They don't even realize it's there. They wander around with right. their shoulders in it because we were right. talking about posture a little bit, right? Or we're going to talk about posture a little bit. You know, they wander around like like this and with their shoulders up and then they want wonder how come their shoulders are so tight and they, yeah. they have headaches all the time, right? So yeah. it's really, it's so important what you, you know, what you hit on when it comes, when it leads back to just stress management, because then you have this whole neuroscience um, snowball that happens, what the amygdala does and what the, you know, what chemicals get put off in your body and neuro, neurochemicals in your brain based on literally, physically, right, what's going on in your body. So right. how can people kind of do like, one of the things that was that one of the topics that we were that's listed here to to mention or to touch on is your morning routines. So let's mm. tell us what you do in a morning routine and how does that facilitate that de-stressing? Because right now, especially, I mean, after the mm. last couple of years, it, even if you think you haven't had anything major, your body is feeling it. Your brain is feeling that stress. Uh, what what's right. your morning routine that you do? to keep, to get past that and to keep your body on a healing platform pathway, something that other people can do as well. Yes. The, I made a big change to my morning routine last year and it was based on Robin Sharma's book, the 5am club. <laughs> now I can't claim that I'm getting up at 5am. I get up more like six, but what he teaches is movement first. And what I didn't know is that the cortisol levels, the stress hormone is highest in the morning. And so you want to do your movement. He recommends 20 minutes of really getting the heart pumping in the morning. And that has been such a fantastic addition to my morning routine. I love that. You know, that's the first thing. Well, I shouldn't say the first thing. First thing I do is I have my cup of coffee, which some people <laughs> think, okay, that's good or bad. But that's connected to connecting with my husband because we have our cup of coffee together. And uh, when I get up in the morning, first thing I put on is my workout clothes. And yeah. I go in and I get on the elliptical after my coffee and, and do that, <laughs> you know, 30 minutes of, right. of movement. And I find that if I don't do that first thing in the morning, one, it doesn't get done. And, but two, yeah. more importantly, it's like my day just, it just goes, it just, I'm able yeah. to accomplish so much more. So right. that's, that's an amazing thing as an entrepreneur to think about. Yes. And when you were talking about the, um, you know, shoulders being hunched over, you reminded me that I wanted to do a little experience for the audience. I want them to take that 
that posture of being kind of hunched over, you know, C curve in the spine, like your tailbone is tucked under. It's a defensive posture. You're protecting your organs and you're looking down and mm-hmm. to try to feel inspired in this position. <laughs> it's, <laughs> it's a little challenging to feel inspired. Now, the other one is to get in the epic stance where your your arms are up and I'm not standing by right now, but if, you know, if your legs are apart and you're making like a star and you're looking up, now try to feel depressed in this uh, position. I love it. <laughs> Yeah, I like I like to give people a little bit of experiential with their bodies because we can be so in our heads mm-hmm. thinking about all this stuff and trying to figure out everything and then forget about the body. And the yeah. body is is the subconscious mind. That's where the stuff is stored. Oh, yeah. You know, I'm always telling people you they, they've now neuroscientists have now will now admit a lot of them that everything is holistic in neuroscience in the sense that Mm -hmm. there are neurons in our heart. There are over a million neurons in our gut, right? And these, these communicate directly up the vagus nerve into your head. So there's what neuroscientists are calling the head brain, the heart brain and the gut brain. Mm -hmm. And they're all so intricately connected and just your posture exercise that you just did, like, your digestion, your, your breathing, like if you are like this, like all of that is restricted and that's all communication or communicating right up there to the, to the brain. So it's fascinating. That's one of the reasons why I tell ladies, gentlemen, who's ever watching this, if you are an entrepreneur or you are now working at home in your career, the tendency is to sit at your desk for extended periods of time. And you will find the longer you sit at your desk, the more you're doing this. Yeah. (laughs) So it's it's so important. Yeah. Get up and move, right? Every 30 minutes, man, get up and play your favorite song and, you know, get that movement going. Yeah. I I, I love that. Yeah. Um, So important. Yeah. Yeah. So we're, everybody's busy, right? Life is, is crazy compared to where it was 50 years ago, there's just so much more to do. so much more that we have packed into our lives, whether it's Mm -hmm. by choice or not. Um, How do, how do we, especially as women entrepreneurs, because this is the women entrepreneur show, right? I kind of get off on Mm -hmm. neuroscience, which is more a brain lady thing, but you know, as women entrepreneurs, especially because our offices are oftentimes in our home, are it's hard to walk out of the office and shut it off at 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 five o'clock right and just leave it alone it's it's hard to take weekends off like it's so what's your advice how do you how do you find time to make personal progress to make personal healing because in the end it's going to benefit you in your business if you are able to function better mentally and physically? Yes. And the big answer is baby steps. It's so hard for us to make a big change. So I've really become passionate about the tools that I can easily teach someone that are powerful and only take them a few minutes a day. 
Um, so yeah, taking baby steps. And like you said, we get so busy and I think it disconnects us. We're trying to figure out everything in our head and it really disconnects us from our, our inner wisdom, which is in the body. And so the tool I love to teach the most is called evolutionary personal care. And it's a very specific breathwork tool. And we can do it here if you like, if you're up for it, sure. I, can, I can teach like the base thing. Sure, okay. get us started. Okay, so normally I would have in my class or when I'm working with somebody, I would have them lying comfortably on their back. Um, I have a, a table that's it's kind of like a massage table. So it's not too soft like a bed, but it's softer than the floor. So maybe a yoga mat on the floor, something like that. So comfortably lying on your back with your knees bent and up and then your feet planted is the best. And you're going to close your eyes and we can do this sitting up. So you'll close your eyes and you breathe in your nose and out your mouth. And you don't have to work hard at this. It's just about paying attention. Oh, I've got to go in through my nose and out through my mouth. And then we're going to use our hands as these magic tools that they are to bring our breath and focus first over our eyes. So gently cup your palms over your eyes and you're breathing in your nose and out your mouth. And you're bringing that focus to the area behind your eyes. Breathing in your nose and out your mouth. And you're just doing a check-in in this location. Do I have ease here? Does it feel good to bring breath and focus to this location? Now, in general, people are able to find some ease here because we're so used to being in our heads. But if you don't, then I recommend finding a different location because we always want to be looking for where is the ease. Um, this is another cultural thing. We are so wired to focus on problems and go find a solution for the problem when actually law of attraction states that what you focus on expands. So doesn't it make more sense to focus on ease, focus on where there's wellness, where things are working. And so really like the base philosophy of Elan healing and of this EPC breath work is to look for ease. Mm. Okay. And then, and we're going to check different locations in our body. And this was the, the thing that was really interesting to me because I think we, we think of our bodies as just one thing and whatever state I'm in, that's, that's what I'm in. But it turns out that your body houses different states of consciousness in different locations. So we're doing a little searching here. So overlap your hands over your upper chest and do the same thing with eyes closed, breathing in your nose and out your mouth. Just gently and using your hands to help your focus come to that area that's behind your hands, inside your body. Checking in, is there ease there or does this feel kind of crummy to breathe into? If it feels kind of crummy, you can go back to your eyes or whatever place you found, wherever you found 
that you have ease because we don't want to spend a lot of time in the places that feel crummy. <laughs> right. We, right. We right. want to expand the ease, not the uh -huh. crummy. Yeah. Um, uh, so there's two more places I check. The next one is the the base of your sternum. Sternum. So if you follow the front of your rib cage up to where your ribs meet, that's the bottom of your sternum. And you're going to overlap your hands, centering your palms right on that spot. So this is a process that you can do along with your little mindfulness that you're doing throughout the day. Right. And right. perhaps this can be done in just a few minutes. We call, sometimes we call it the body scan. You just check in a few locations. Where where do I have the best ease? Mm -hmm. And that alone and the, will bring your blood pressure down. Right, right. And and that's what that's I'm just right. watching the time. So I'd love to continue it with okay. you. But let's 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 everybody who wants to continue it with you, you know what you have to do, right? You got to talk to Jenny. Um, yes. But what what is your end goal with that practice then? It is to expand the ease. Because if we think about it very simply, in our bodies, we have free energy and we have bound energy. So the places of bound energy are where we have, you know, discomfort or something going on. Pain. And so, so the curing, exactly, pain. And so the curing method is, oh, we got to focus in. What is this thing? We got to treat this thing. With healing, we want to focus on what's working. And when you focus on what's working and you focus on the ease, you're actually sending an invitation to that bound energy to find its relationship with freedom again. So it's kind of a whole new philosophy, and I just, yeah. I just love it. Very interesting. You know, this is, yeah. this is fascinating. So real quick, we just – normally I start wrapping up at about 25 minutes, but I want you to give us, if you can mm – -hmm. um, just a real quick, how has this helped one of your clients? Like what, so someone listening can, can say, mm. oh, this is something that, that I need, or this is something that, that I should look into. Yes. One of my early clients, she was actually a coaching client of mine that just got fantastic results from the, the coaching work when I did the tapping into wealth work with her. And then when she found that she follows my newsletter and she found out that I was evolving and doing this healing facilitation work and she happened to be nearby. So she came in, she turned out she was in a lot of pain and she was really having trouble with sleep, actually had never slept well all of her adult life. And within two weeks, she was like, Jenny, you have to do this work. This is incredible. I can sleep now. Wonderful. So, yeah, sleep and. And sleep is so important. I mean, that's one of our most basic yeah. needs. You can't sleep. Your brain can't defrag. You can't be healthy. Yeah. Amazing. Yes. So we're going to finish up with one. And I always kind of put my inner, my um, guest on the spot with this one. What is your number one tip that you would give the entrepreneurs listening mm. to whether it's one bit of advice or the biggest lesson you've learned, just the number one tip that you would want to share? You know what? I'm going to pull for I'm doing the Tony Robbins challenge this week oh, and I'm going to okay. pull from his presentation yesterday. I just love this. He's got the three S's and we do them in the wrong order. So there's strategy, story, and state. And so we try to do, when we have a problem, we try to come up with a strategy first. 
he says that's the wrong order. You need to change your state first. So it's more of this movement and get the energy up and open yourself up. And then you can start looking at, okay, what's the story I'm telling myself? And you can shift that story and then the strategy comes into play. Got it. I love it. I love it. We're going to have to go back and listen and write that one down. Okay. So Kelly has been, our our producer has been wonderfully popping up all the different ways that our listeners can stay connected with you. Uh, You can, this will all be on the website or on our, on the YouTube channel as well with links so that they can get directly to you. Um, Tell us, is there, what is the special offer that you might have for anybody who's listened to this and said to themselves, you know what, I'd really like to more than just stay connected on Facebook or go to this website or whatever. What can I want to I want to tip my toe in the water and work with Jenny a little bit. Yes, I offer. Well, my initial consultations are always complimentary. If your audience members, if they come to me and we do a consultation and then they say they want to do something else. I offer an insight session. So this is about a 30, 45 minute session. And we can talk about what we do in that. It might be numerology or uh, some tapping or some breath work. They get to pick. So they can just tell me, hey, I saw you on Julie's show and I'd like to do an insight session. Perfect. I love it. I love it. All right. Well, thank you so much, Jenny, for being on the program. Uh, Kelly just popped up how to get in touch with you. Jenny at JennyHughesHealing.com and then your phone number. You also yep. have events, uh, Jenny Hughes Healing Eventbrite, right? You They can. Yes. You have regular events that they can attend. So uh, thank you so much for being yeah. on the Women Entrepreneurs Show today. I so greatly appreciate it. Oh, thank you for having me. It's been fun. Absolutely. All right. And if you have, if, if you want to become more involved with women entrepreneurs, then please check out our website, womenentrepreneursextraordinaire.com, all plural, women and entrepreneurs with an S.com. And we're really trying to become or working at becoming the one stop shop for women wisdom and success. So you can network with other great women. Uh, you can find uh, coaches and consultants that can help you through different stages and phases of your business, whether it's personal growth or professional growth or leadership or, or whatever those are. We It's either there for you to choose from or it is a you can send us an, an email info at womenentrepreneursextraordinaire.com and say, I need help with social media. We've got a referral for you. So that's that's the goal. Um, we have a wonderful paid membership of website presence, which is just twenty five dollars a year. It's so cheap. Yeah. Um, we have we don't have to change that's that one. <laughs> but um, that gives you a ton of space on the website. Like most of our members don't use all that space. You can put in all your information you want, cross link to your sites, whether it's social media sites or your website. And that gives you that great SEO. And then if you perhaps want to come network with us, our virtual networking the first Tuesday of every month, our connections over coffee at 9 a.m. Pacific time, 
first Tuesday of every month, we have a wonderful speaker. We discuss a wonderful topic. We do some great networking. You can follow us on Instagram, we dot, just W-E this time, W-E dot extraordinaire. And you can join our Facebook page, all kinds of ways that you can stay engaged with us as a group and network and meet wonderful entrepreneurs like Jenny. So stay in touch with us. You have ideas for the show, topics you want me to cover, then by all means, shoot us an email. If you want to be featured on the show, I love this. Jenny does this every networking thing. I love it. She has her little emoji signs. They're so great. And we appreciate her in involvement so much. Um, if you want to be featured on the show, shoot out and shoot an email to Kelly, K-E-L-L-I at Women Entrepreneurs Extraordinaire. And we'll talk. All right, everyone. Thank you so much for being um, my guest today, Jenny. And thank you to all the thank listeners you. for taking the time to be here with us. And until next time, I want you to please take a deep breath and enjoy every moment. Bye.